Okay, this is coming from the Gateway Pundit, and I've heard this from other uh, podcasts and different, I've read it in different publications. Um, and it's a little too late. I mean, people are sounding the alarm on this, but it's kind of late in the ball game. It says the Biden regime is proposing amendments that would seed uh, U.S. sovereignty to corrupt who? WHO regarding national health care issues. All right, so U.S. sovereignty regarding national health issues, health care issues, will go to the WHO, World Health Organization. Um, it says earlier this week, Michelle Bachman was on the war room with Steve Bannon um, and discussed the Biden administration's plan to hand over U.S. authority for health care decisions to the World Health Organization. I heard that. I heard about this last week. Um, I believe it was Pete Santilli that brought it out. I think that was the first person that I heard it from. And I didn't know how true it was, but, you know, it sounded like something the globalists would do. Um, but this is so late in the ball game. Um, people are just now finding out about it. Even the top conservative uh, radio show hosts and public publishers are just now finding out about this, and it's very late in the ball game. But anyway, it says here. Um, Shell Bachman was on the war room to discuss the Biden administration's plan to hand over U.S. authority for health care decisions to the World Health Organization. Shell Bachman explained the situation on the Biden. Uh, I think she meant I think they meant to put Bannon war room a couple of days ago. Um, Real America, Real America's voice tweeted out, this is the biggest global power grab that we have seen in our lifetimes. All right. So, I mean, handing over sovereignty to the WHO to make decisions Uh, to to be able to have that authority over us as far as healthcare is concerned, I, I mean it's game over. And and notice is always about your health. They they this is leading up to them implanting you with a chip. Period. That's what this is all about. That's what twenty twenty the the pandemic. That's what that was about. That's what this whole thing is about. This is what it's all leading up to. They don't care about nothing else. I At this point, I believe everything that is happening is a distraction. I think uh, the Ukraine situation is a distraction, even to a point the, the failing economy and everything else. As bad as that is, this is the big one. Handing over complete, total 
sovereignty authority over to the WHO, that's it. That's game over. If you can't be in charge of your body, you're a slave. That's that's what a slave is. A slave doesn't own themselves. A slave doesn't own themselves. So while we're looking at the Jan 6 com, um, committee, um, even to a point, the, um, the 2020 fraud, you know, with the ballots and everything else, this right here is creeping up. It says here, again, it's coming from the Gateway Pundit. It says on May the 22nd through the 28th, 2022, ultimate control over America's health care system and hence its national um, sovereignty will be delivered for a vote to the World Health Organization's governing legislative body, the World Health Assembly. WHA. To be clear, I want to make sure you understand and grasp what's happening here. On May 22nd through the 28th, that's how close we are. Ultimate control over America's health care system and hence its national sovereignty will be delivered for a vote to the World Health Organization's governing legislative body, the World Health Assembly. We are screwed. Gates, Bill, Billy Gates is already signaling that there's going to be another pandemic soon. You've been hearing all this talk about the bird flu. They're trying to work up another one. Okay? Because the last one, it succeeded and it failed at the same time. But I've always maintained uh, the thought and tried to push this thought to people that 2020 was just a test run. That wasn't the big deal. That wasn't the big shebang. That was a test run. They were collecting data. Um, they were trying to see how people would react. Okay? How many people would comply? How many people would rebel? They got their numbers. They got their figures. Now, even with the dropping of the mask mandates um, to travel, you can see how many people are still uh, wearing the mask and how many people aren't. I got on the train this morning. More than half the train, half the people on the metro train were still wearing their damn mask. What does that tell you? It tells you that, yeah. A lot of a lot of people still don't get it. I personally don't know. I I know I, I get the feeling. See, this is the thing. It's hard to gauge. I've been trying to gauge where are people mentally with this? Are they done with this pandemic crap? Are they aware? Are they awake? But see, I live in a democratic area, so I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's hard to gauge when you live in the one of the most liberal towns in America. Um, D.C. is is just Democrat through and through. 
Um, let me see here. Let me get back to this article from the Gateway Pundit. It says this threat is contained in new amendments to the WHO's international health regulations proposed by the Biden administration that are scheduled as provisional agenda item 16.2 at the upcoming conference on May 22nd through the 28th. This amendment, the, excuse me, these amendments will empower the WHO's director general to declare health emergencies or crises in any nation to do so unilaterally and against opposition of the target nation, the director general will be able to declare these health crises based merely on his personal opinion or consideration that there is a potential or possible threat to other nations based on his opinion. Ladies and gentlemen, if this happens, if this goes down, we are screwed. You hear me? Screwed. And I don't know, man, at that point, what do you do? I know people are going to fight back, but what do you do at that point? What do you do? Um, it's coming down to the wire. Um, the problem is that so many people are unaware that this thing is even happening. This is just now being reported on by conservative uh, media or alternative media. It's just now being reported on. I first heard about it last week. That, I mean, so how long is it going to take for it to even hit mainstream media? You know, people love Tucker Carlson. Where Where is he on this? Does it get any more important than this? Again. I knew that there was something happening in the background with all of Russia, 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 and everyone was talking about it, even, you know, even conservative media. And and I kept saying to myself, I said, no, 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 there's something that they got going on in the background. I remember right before the pandemic, remember all the talk was about Iran, Iran, Iran. I, I even did shows on it back then. That was back when, you know, I was leaning more liberal back then back then, back in the day, before I completely woke up, woke up to um, the Democrats being the devils of the earth. Um, this is uh, the trick bag. This is what they snuck in throughout all these other controversies. This is what they were really working on. This handing over sovereignty to the World Health Organization. Your body will be under the complete control of the World Health Organization. Let that sink in. 
the most important thing in the world right now. Listen to the Morrow Report with Victor J. Morrow via Morrow1290 and Free Press ARC. It's the free press against the ruling class. All right, coming back, um, I needed to take a quick break there. Um, Back to the subject at hand, the most important subject there is. Um, Again, the Gateway Pundit and many other uh, conservative publications are now um, posting this story, but it's it's kind of late in the ball game, as I was saying before. The Biden the Biden regime is proposing amendments, amendments that would cede U.S. sovereignty to the corrupt World Health Organization regarding national health care issues. All right, um, we are in a lot of trouble because we saw what they did during the pandemic. And you can only imagine what they would do with another false flag, uh, you know, bio attack. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? And like I said before, all you have to do is keep in mind what they did with the Pop shot. You know what I mean when I say pop shot? I'm talking about the shot, right? The shot in the arm, right? That they were trying to mandate, force everyone to get. Okay. Can you imagine a scenario where now they have these implantable devices, these devices that they can implant under your skin. Um, The Pentagon, a Pentagon official, and damn it, I need to keep, I need to keep records of these things. Uh, You know, I work, so I'm I'm always on the go. Uh, But it was in early 2021, a Pentagon official uh did an interview on 60 minutes i believe it was I believe it was 60 minutes where he was stating that they have this <clears throat> health monitor that they can put implant in your skin and it can monitor your health so this is all about health okay everything else Although it remains important, it's not as important as protecting your body from these evil demons. Okay. They want, they don't, they're not just, the thing about it, trying to get this over to people, it's not just about them having complete control and dominance through money and power and influence. It's not just about that. It's about they want your body. Okay? That's what the smartphone is for, tracking your every movement. But that's not good enough. (laughs) 
it never ends. That's why, you know, I hear people with this argument saying, well, they've all, they've already got, everyone's already got a smartphone so they can track you anyway. But that's not good enough. You don't understand. Okay. These people never get enough power. They want to be God. They want to be God. They belong to a Scientology, scientific uh, religion where science is their religion and it's pseudoscience. It's their own version of science. It's not real science. It's their made-up religious version of science. <clears throat> Excuse me. My voice is <clears throat> cracking up here. Take a drink of water. They, they, they don't, man, they don't care about real science. See, the science that they're talking about is their own made up science, science. And that's what you don't understand. Not, not you per se, not the audience. I'm talking about the average everyday Joe Schmo, dumb, dumb. All right. That's worried about whether Tom Brady is going to retire from football or not. Okay. They don't understand this. They just think science is science. Science is cool. Science is trendy. But what science are they talking about? They're talking about Satan. <laughs> Satan is their science. The dark, um, the, the dark arts is what they're talking about. That's why they're talking about rights for Satanists. And this is going into the whole abortion thing, right? This whole abortion controversy. Uh, I believe it was a couple of months back. Uh, the Satanic Temple uh, was protesting uh, for the rights for abortions because it, it goes along with their rituals. It's a part of their religion religious rights, right? They they tied abortions with their religious rights um, to sacrifice, right? Sacrificial um, sacrifices a part of the satanic temple. So they said their argument was if you take away our right to abort children, then you're taking away our religious freedom. All right? This is all tied in together and believe you me the people that are running these science uh people that are so-called in charge of science today are satanists believe you me uh so anyway the the idea the very idea that the world health organization is now going to have sovereignty um complete control over your health care decisions is basically Satan. <laughs> Satan, uh, that's kind of like the last straw. You know, that's, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. You're done, we're, we're all done for. Um, let me get back to this article here. Um, I want to refresh or uh, rehash what I was talking about. 
says this threat is contained in new amendments to the WHO's international health regulations proposed by the Biden administration that are scheduled as provisional agenda item 16.2 at the upcoming conference on May 22nd through the 28th of 2022. These amendments will empower the World Health Organization's Director General to declare health emergencies or crises in any nation to do so unilaterally and against the opposition of the target nation. The Director General will be able to declare these health crises based merely on his personal opinion or or consideration that there is a potential or possible threat to other nations. What this means is at any moment, they can just say national health emergency. And they will be putting you in FEMA camps. If you do not comply, you will be thrown in a FEMA camp or even worse. You see what's happening in Shanghai. <clears throat> you see what's happening in Shanghai and in China. They have these people locked down. They cannot leave their houses. I beg you people, stop watching the damn NBA playoffs for a moment. Go research what's happening in, in Shanghai. Look at what's happening in Shanghai. They are locking these people in their homes, in their high-rises. They are having to beg for food. Food is being rationed. And they're just now, I posted it on morrow1290.com. They are just now... <clears throat> beginning to rebel against their government who have locked them down once again. But look at how brainwashed these people are. It took them this long. It took them seeing other people around them starve to death before they finally got to the point where they were going to break out of the quarantine. Now you see why they want censorship so bad. Why? Censorship is, is, is so important to the globalists because they don't want you to know that this is happening. Because if you knew that that was happening there, you would say to yourself, I'm not going to allow them to do that here. It's all about intel. In the military, everything is about intel. Everyone loves the military movies of the guys, you know, the military men marching through the fields and, and going to war, all of that's fine and dandy. <clears throat> but really, the military is all about intel, gathering information. You're in the middle of a war. And right now, what they're trying to do is cut off your communication. How do you communicate? Through the, through the Internet. Through social media. That's, that's how, um, that's what was developed for communication in the in in this day and age in this time right the main source of communication 
to the masses is through the internet. So censorship is very important because it cuts off your communication. It cuts off your comms. You're not able to relay messages that are necessary to one another. And the global elites remain one leg up. Ten steps ahead, really, to be honest with you. Because not only are they dictating what's going to happen next, as Rahm Emanuel once said, never let a good crisis go to waste. So they create the crisis, problem, reaction, solution. Like David Icke said, problem, reaction, solution. They create the problem, you react to it, and then the same people that created the problem come to you with the solution. The problem is, is that you don't know who created the problem. Not you, the audience, not my audience, but the regular everyday Joe Schmo doesn't know. So they're running to the same people that created the problem for the solution. You're running to Fauci. <laughs> Imagine you're running to Fauci to find out how to cope with the pandemic. Get out of here. I mean, if they knew that Dr. Peter Daisy admitted, admittedly helped manipulate this virus, and that there were bats all through that Wuhan lab, if they knew that, they would not, not only would they not be going to them for advice on how to deal with the pandemic, they would be saying, lock these people up. There would be an outcry in the streets. Why is there no outcry? Because half of America is still stuck on stupid. And the people that do know what's going on are being silenced, demonized. Locked up in some cases. You know, they've been arrested in certain cases. This is a complete power grab. I'm sorry, I went off. Um, Back to this topic here. It says, um, if passed, again, they, they're handing over sovereignty to the um, World Health Organization. It says, if passed, the Biden administration, the Biden administration's proposed amendments will be their very existence and their intention to um, drastically compromise. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. It says the amendments will, by their very existence and their intention, drastically compromise the independence and the sovereignty of the United States. Yeah, because that'd be it. The, I mean, that would be all she wrote at that moment. Um, and that's what I'm trying to say, is that a lot of people, I remember hearing rumors from certain conservatives that Biden, when he was going to get in office, he was going to hand over everything to China. And I was saying to myself, like, no, it looks like he's going to hand it over to the U.N., the United Nations, and of course the the um, World Health Organization, and um, I had that in the back of my mind. But then, as time went on, I kind of got distracted myself with everything else that's going on with the food shortages, and um, but now here we are. It says here, 
the same threat looms over all the UNs. Here we go with the United Nations, 193 member nations, all of whom belong to the World Health Organization and represent 99.44% of the world population. Um, says here, these regulations are binding, are a binding instrument of international law entered into force on fifth on the fifteenth of June two thousand and seven. Says uh, UN members, uh, UN members states can be required by law to obey or acquiesce to them. So there we go. Um, nothing more important than this. There's nothing more important than this. Yes, it's fun to talk about poopy pants Biden. Yes, it's fun to talk about how stupid libtards are. But in that fun, just understand why you're having that fun on social media, cracking on them. Just remember, we have a real situation here. The pandemic isn't over. And they're telling you. You got to listen to what they're saying and read between the lines. It's not over. It's not over. And believe you me, I have been saying this. I can feel it in my gut. I know it's coming. I hope I'm wrong. But I'm going to tell you the truth. I cannot see. I cannot see the 2022. And I'm trying to be careful what I say here. I cannot see the 2022 midterms going down without. Um, let me choose my words wisely here. Without fireworks. <laughs> okay. And I know you, I know my audience is smart enough to understand, right? More than likely, especially if you're listening to the invalid truth. Now that invalid truth audience knows what time it is. Um, uh, I cannot see the 2022 midterms going down <laughs> without a bang. You hear me? Something big is coming. Uh, the the controversy with the abortion rights and the Democrats telling them to go protest at the uh, just Supreme Court justices' homes and all of that. You know they're going to have Antifa and BLM and all the rest of them. Um, if you haven't heard, I I did a um I did some commentary on Black Lives Matter earlier this week. Um, I'll post it here when I go off. Um, when when I end this segment, and you can listen to what I had to say. Um, on on the rest of the moral report. So what I'm going to start doing, by the way, is I'm going to start combining the invalid truth with uh, the moral report. Okay, so it's going to be in a, intertwined. Um, so all the news talk stuff is going to be on the moral report, but I'm going to com 
but at some point throughout the week, what I'll do is I'll combine I'll combine the two so that um the invalid truth listeners will get all of it. Okay. Um just trying to figure things out, man, because you know, working and you know, schedules is crazy. But uh anyways, um with that being said, man, uh I, I believe that somewhere around September of this year, we're going to see things turn up. I'm trying to use my words carefully, but understand that Antifa is still there. BLM is still there. And George Soros still has these people on the payroll. They're going to kick up dust. There's no way in hell they're just going to allow the 2022 midterm elections to go down, knowing that they're going to get destroyed in the polls. No way. They're not going to give power back over. That's not to say the Republicans are good. No, they're not. Deep state rhinos. But the at the at the um, very least, I expect fireworks from September going through October to the midterm elections. All types of false flags. It could be anything. It could they could use the race card again. They could they could have crisis actors pretending like there was some kind of uh, you know, hanging. You know, I'm trying to use my words carefully, but I mean, you know, anything can happen like that. You know, at any moment. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it's gonna be a rough ride. Okay, uh, but anyway, um, check out the report from the Gateway Pundit, um, Steve Bannon, had Michelle Bachman on on the War Room. Um, it's starting to circulate now throughout conservative uh, and alternative media that the World Health Organization will. It seems like I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, whether this is going to go through or not, but um, the Biden regime is planning on handing over complete authority, the sovereignty of the United States, as far as health care issues are concerned, over to the World Health Organization. This is the most important subject, topic, talking point. Whatever you want to call it, there's nothing more important than this story right now. Okay, in case you missed the Mar report earlier this week, here's a replay. I was going after the bank accounts of independent media. Yeah, man. Uh, this coming from tabbysubstack.com. I think it's Tybee, T-A-I-B-B-I, substack.com. Says here, PayPal seizing bank accounts of independent media. In the last week or so, the online payment platform, PayPal, without explanation, suspended the accounts of a series of individual journalists, 
and media outlets, including the well-known alt sites, um, Consortium News and Mint Press, each received a variation of the following message. Unlike many on the list, uh, says here, Consortium editor Joe Loria succeeded in reaching a human being at the company in search of details about um, the frozen or held funds referenced in the note. It says the PayPal rep told him that if the company decided there was a violation after a year, excuse me, after a half year review period, then it is possible PayPal would keep the 9,000 plus uh, remaining in consortiums, um, I don't even know if I'm saying it right, keep it in their, uh, keep it in their, in their account as damages. It says, uh, quote, this is from um, Loria, says, a secretive process in which they could award themselves damages, not by a judge or jury, <laughs> totally in secret. Man, this is, um, it says he was, uh, it says consortium founded, founded by the late investigative reporter Robert Perry has been critical of NATO and the Pentagon and a consistent source of skeptical reporting about Russiagate <laughs> as well as one of the, uh, excuse me, one of a, one of just a few outlets to regularly uh, cover the Julian Assange case with any sympathy for the accused. So, um, there you go. You know, as we saw with uh, Canada, I've, I've said this before and I'll say it again. You have to understand, um, one of the biggest problems with America is U.S. citizens often fail to pay attention to what's going on in the world. You need to watch world news. What happened in Canada with the, the trucker convoy with um, Trudeau and uh, what was it? Um, not, pay, not just PayPal, but it was uh, GoFundMe. Okay, shutting down donations and keeping the money, by the way, by the way, right? That, look, that's coming here to America. Now, you see what PayPal is doing. Do you hear this in the, in the news? Do you hear this in the mainstream media? No. You don't hear this in the mainstream media. Of course not. At some point, this is why they want everything to go digital, right? At some point, they're just going to start wiping bank accounts, man. You spoke about something or your neighbor reported you to us and stated that you support, let's say, Russia, right? Okay, so now we're taking away your funds. We have the right to do that. At some point, we, we're going to get 
that's where we're heading. This is why they want everything digital. And we're too late. We're too we're too far gone. We're too we've pretty much become a cashless society to a certain degree. We we've, we've become uh we've become dependent on 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 everything being digitalized, right? And at some point, you know, because the more power they grab, the the more power they're able to seize, they're just going to say, look, um, your Twitter account is being monitored. We saw what you were tweeting. And not just Twitter. It could be Getter. It could be Telegram. It could be whatever. Gab. We we've been looking at what you your conversations on social media, and we determined that you are a threat to national security, and we seize your account. That sounds crazy, right? You have to remember we're just in the beginning stages. You have to think. You give them an inch, they're gonna take the mile. We're just in the beginning stages, man. And I'm telling you, by 2025, you won't know what country you're living in. Welcome to the new normal, ladies and gentlemen. Things will never go back to the way it was. Um, This coming from the Daily Caller. California may deploy water cops to crack down on residents ignoring Newsom's conservation plea. Valley Water Board in Santa Clara County California, right, proposed the creation of an enforcement program to find those who waste water, according to a Wednesday statement, says here, quote, to help us achieve our goal for the first time in our history, Valley Water is considering adoption of an enforcement program that could find those who waste water, said Valley Water Board Chair Pro. Uh, Tim John L. Verla, I think that's how you say his name, Verella. In the press release, that's what he said. It says here, quote, we do not take this lightly, but we want everyone to know that we are in a very serious drought emergency and we must all take immediate action to protect what little water we have. Now, Problem, reaction, solution. I, like I said before, they are they are creating every single one of these crises that you're seeing. Water, food, and everything else. It's on purpose. It's all on purpose. It's all by design. Nothing is accidental nor coincidental. Um, this is the Great Reset. This is what you're living through. And it's going to get worse. Now... Thing is, you must understand that in order for you to, for for the elite, I should say, in order for the elite to achieve their goals, okay, they must cripple all nations. In order for them to come under the United Nations and the dictatorship of the United Nations, NATO, and everything else. 
They don't want a United States. They want a United Nations. They want a global governance, right? A world governance. So the attack on the supply chain, food chain, uh, these food plants that are being um, destroyed, this is all done to collapse society, right? So you're going to start seeing things like this, what you're seeing in California with these water cops that, that go around and find people uh, if they determine that they're wasting water. Now, I'm not all about, I'm not in favor of people wasting water, <clears throat> but that's not the point. They create the problem. The people react to it, and the same people that created the problem come with the solution. That's the game that they play. That's the, the They're creating a food shortage on purpose so that they can bring in um, their, their, I guess you can say their, what, what do you want to call them? Their uh, food monitors, their food police, right? Um, because at the end of the day, they want you to eat bugs, right? They want you to, they want you to eat uh, genetically engineered food, you know, they want you to eat beyond meat. They don't want you eating real food, right? They want to replace real food with this with this crap that Bill Gates got going on. It's beyond meat and plant-based crap that's not really plant-based. This is this is what they're doing. It's by design. It's on purpose. And and their excuse for it is, is that the world is overpopulated. It's too many people. It's not enough uh, food to go around. Meanwhile, Bill Gates is buying up farmland. Now, I know I'm going off topic, but this is all this is all related in a way, in a roundabout way, because, again, these this is just a test run. This water police that they're talking about having in California. These are just the beginnings of sorrows. They, they, this is a test run. OK. They throw these ideas out there to see how people will react to it. They collect the data. They see what people are saying and they see if people will go along with it. And then when they get, they feel like they've got the green light, that's when they go ahead and enforce their draconian laws and their mandates. All right. So if you're living in a liberal or a state that's, ran by Democrats more than likely, you know, you're going to start seeing some draconian measures really being put into place, I would say, by early 2023. They are moving full speed ahead. You got to remember, it's Agenda 2030. We are in 2022. Okay? They ha they want this to be in place. They, they want this country fully uh, destroyed or collapsed, let's say, and, and they don't want they don't want the United States to remain uh, a, a, a dominant superpower where the people have a say in anything. No, they want it underneath. They want the United States to come underneath the, the power and the control of the UN completely. And some people may argue and say, well, it already is. To a certain extent, yes, but then no, 
at the same time. Why? Because you still have something called a uh, right to bear arms and people will fight back if if pushed, if pushed in that direction. That's why they, if you notice, they, the globalists with their mainstream media, they'll talk big, but then they'll, uh, they'll they'll push to a certain point, but then they'll ease off. Why? Because they don't really want the people to completely uh, revolt. They don't want a complete revolt. What they want is they want to push as much of their agenda, uh, impose as much of their agenda as, as they possibly can without a complete, but without people going into complete uh, rebellion. All right. So they have to maintain this narrative that they're doing these things for our own good. So they come speaking peaceably. No, we're doing it to save humanity. We're, we're doing it to save Mother Earth, right? I honestly believe, I'm going to tell you my honest opinion, right? I believe by the year, if this is 2022, I believe by 2025, we will be seeing um i i believe we'll be seeing uh what what do you call them i guess you can say they're uh climate police throughout the world and it w- it will be here in the united states as well i can't see us i can't see us going into like 2027 without th- without there being some kind of major climate uh, disaster that will trigger the climate police. I just can't see it. I can't see it. Not when they've got to the point where they will, they will openly tell you what their goals are. There used to be a time when they were hiding, right? They are openly telling you you're going to own nothing and you're going to love it. It's not just Klaus Schwab that's saying it. Everyone loves to talk about Klaus Schwab. It's not just him. All of these globalists, from Bill Gates to, to Schwab himself, they're, they're all saying the same thing. They're all lockstep on one accord. The mainstream media, media, uh, mainstream media uh, minions is what I meant to say. They're all on board with this. The so-called deep state, they're all on board with this. They're not hiding it anymore. They feel like they've got the public dumbed down to the point where they will go along with it. All right? And they feel like the people that are awake, as long as they can cut off your voice, they don't have to worry about you. You can just be looked at as the crazy uh, prepper, right? Oh, look at this guy. He's stocking up food. He's crazy. He's nuts. You know, he he must be one of these uh, QAnon guys. That's what they'll do with you, right? I believe that at least by 2025, and I really uh, expect it to be a lot sooner, we will have <laughs> water police, Food police, all right, climate police. 
I guarantee you they're going to open up a police unit, police force for all three of those things. Why? Agenda 2030. You will own nothing and you will love it. You will eat bug. You will eat bugs. Okay. You will learn to eat bugs. And you will love it. Period. Water will be rationed. Just like uh, what's happening in Shanghai. Okay. Where these people are stuck in their high rises having to beg for food. That's where they want you. If you want to know what the future of this country look like, unless people wake up real fast, look at Shanghai. Look at what's happening in Shanghai. And, and that's where they want the United States of America to be, just like China. Even closer to a cashless society, completely cashless. Um, this wasn't, I didn't see this anywhere in many publications, but this is... Um, from my own website here, Fenway Park goes cashless. Globalist agenda on display says here, yet another conspiracy theory is proven to be true. After years of speculation and rumors of the secret cabal crashing economies to bring them, to bring about, excuse me, a cashless society, we see the first sign of this becoming a reality here in the United States. Says in April, one of America's most beloved baseball parks, Fenway Park in Boston, announced that fans would no longer be able to pay with cash at any ballpark's concession stands. People are, are reacting to it on social media. They're a little bit pissed off about it. They might as well get used to it because, again, these are just the beginnings of sorrow. They are just in test mode. They're in beta mode. So they start with, you know, ballparks, Fenway Park, one of the most beloved ballparks in all of baseball. You start there. See, this is how they introduce you to this new normal. They get you used to it. They don't just do it all at once. They get you used to it. They work you into it. Next thing you know, every everywhere you go, it's going to be completely cashless. All right. Uh, this one person writes on, on Twitter, cashless Fenway Park, how lame? Why does society allow this to be the norm? Well, that's a good question. It's because people are stupid. People are idiots. People think it's cool and trendy to not use cash. It's convenient. It's safe. That's why they like the whole idea of contactless transition, transaction, excuse me. You know, I see it even in the metro here in D.C. Every, they got all these boards up, these signs up that says contactless this, contactless that. They don't want human beings interacting with each other. Why? Because that takes away the, um, I guess, the empathy that you would have for your fellow man. All right. Says, why does everyone hate cash? Again, people are pissed off on social media. Says, uh, they wanted restaurants, they, excuse me, they watched restaurants go through the migration 
and it will also speed up service for fans. Lies such lies. What migration? We all love cash. This will be pure agony. Yeah, man. They, you know, this person understands it, but they, you know, unfortunately, you know, people like uh, this guy here, Michael Moxley, um, and myself, we're like dinosaurs. People that can actually think for themselves independently, that like have an independent mindset and can actually think, we're dinosaurs. We're dying out. CBS Boston says here, um, Attorney General Mara Healy says her office is taking a closer look at the switch and payment methods, says here, quote, I know it's a problem because not everybody has moved to plastic. Now Fenway's got a system that they're putting cash card, putting cash on cards. But the question is whether that really is um, equitable uh, and fair to people, Healy said. Um, so anyway, it's just a, another test run, beta run, see how people will react. Um, this is how the deep state operates. Everything's a test. We are in beta mode. I said it from the beginning of the pandemic. This is not it. Everyone was running around, oh my God, the world's going to come down. I said, no, it's not coming to an end. You're in beta. <laughs> They're just testing. Agenda 21 turned into Agenda 2030. They were just testing to see how people will react. And the pandemic served multiple, um, there were multiple goals that they reached. They were able to cripple the middle class, demonize the, uh, I guess you can say the conservatives, right? Oh, January the 6th, you know, paint everyone that's uh, against their agenda as an insurrectionist. You know, didn't the FBI uh, state that parents that go and protest or listen in at the school boards are deemed a threat? You see what you see what they've been able to accomplish through all this? So you want me to talk about Elon Musk? The hell with Elon Musk, the hell with Twitter. What does that mean? I see conservatives running around talking, you know, they're, they're clapping, they're cheering. Yeah, we got Elon Musk. He's going to save us. <laughs> While they're destroying food plants. Openly telling you we're creating a system where unless you uh, obey your higher-ups, because they see themselves as your gods and your higher-ups, your superiors, unless you obey us, you won't be able to buy or sell. And everything's going to go fully digital. And the moment, just like in China, you know, you have the social credit score system, 
And they're openly talking about bringing that here to America, some multiple publications, and they're talking about how it's a good thing and how wonderful it is. Just like in China, if you say the wrong thing about the government, you will be disappeared or they will just completely cut your funds. So welcome to the new normal. I'm going to report on this just in case uh, you may have missed it. This is uh, an article from April 28th of this year uh, from the Washington Examiner. Indiana Attorney General files lawsuit against Black Lives Matter. Says Indiana Attorney General Todd Rakita filed a lawsuit this week against National Black Lives Matter charity for failing to fork over information about its finances. The lawsuit is part of an investigation Rokita launched against Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation in February that is seeking to determine whether whether the embattled charity violated Indiana state law by deceiving donors and misapplying its assets. It says here, quote, protecting Indiana consumers from this house of cars is critical, Rakita said in a statement Thursday. Uh, there are concerning patterns of behavior from this organization, and we will do what it takes, including this lawsuit, to get to the bottom of it. Says uh, says the foundation claimed to have raised $90 million in 2020 in the aftermath of George Floyd's killing, but the charity has yet to file an IRS Form 990 disclosing what it did with the funds. Now, it's been all this controversy about the $6 million house. Patrice Cullors, one of the founding members of Black Lives Matter, has, um, you know, she's been called out and criticized for buying homes and putting up walls or fencing around her homes. And, and she actually retired after being called out. Uh, matter of fact, there's another group... Um, forget what it's called, Black, I think it's called BLM 10X or something like that. And it's an anti-Black Lives Matter group. And that's because of the uh, the fraud that has gone on with Black Lives Matter. They, they weren't giving no money to, the, to these, uh, to the families of these victims or whatever, whether you want to call some of these people victims is up to you. However, um, a lot of people have woken up and they've, they've, you know, they've figured out that this is nothing but another fraud, another nothing but another George Soros front group, just like Antifa. Um, they were mainly designed to start riots, just like Antifa, foot soldiers for the deep state. And a lot of people are finding out, you know, or they discovered that this is a um, just that a deep state front group. OK, just another deep state front front group. And uh, a lot of people are regretting from what I see. A lot of people are regretting that they even got involved with Black Lives Matter. However, you're not going to see that on mainstream media at all. Um, I'm pretty sure that this coming um, midterms, 
They will try to start another race war. There'll be some probably some probably some kind of stage event. Okay, and they're gonna do their best to to roll out Black Lives Matter and and Antifa. Um, the dumb dumbs will still fall for it, but I think a lot of people have, have, a lot of people are waking up. There's a lot of stupid people, but a lot of a lot of people are waking up at the same time. So it's you know, take the good with the bad. Um, it says here. Let's get back to the article. It says the charity was exposed in early April for trying to conceal its cash pur- purchase of a six million dollar Los Angeles mansion with donor funds in October of 2020, which a watchdog group alleged could be a violation of IRS charity laws. The Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation has also yet to announce publicly who has been in charge of the charity since its co-founder Patrice Cullors resigned in May of 2021 amid the purchase. Look, she served her her purpose. All right. She's openly admitted that BLM is a Marxist group. The founders of BLM are openly Marxist, and they want to destroy the nuclear black family. So um, there you have it, man. There you have it. Black Lives Matter means that black lives don't matter. They want to destroy the nuclear, the black nuclear family. And, you know, that's already happened anyway. The globalists have already destroyed the black community, pumping drugs into the neighborhood, um, putting up these these, uh, drug dealer rappers to brag about selling drugs and making that the trend. And, you know, they've set up the welfare state to, to take the, the father out the home. They've already destroyed the black community as it is. Uh, so Black Lives Matter is here, you know, to, to keep that, that uh, system in place. All right. So anyways, um, a lot of people are waking up to them. Let me see if there's more to this article here. Um, it says here, however, the group did disclose in filings to California and New Mexico in February that Bill and Hillary Clinton insider uh, Minion Moore and the law firm run by Democratic lawyer Mark Elias had taken up key roles with the charity. Yeah, so there you go. Now you, you link Black Lives Matter back to the Clintons. Of course. Of course. Why not? Now, are we surprised? No. And in February, the foundation shut off its ability to raise funds amid legal threats from California and Washington over its lack of financial and operational transparency. Yeah, man. So all of that protesting, all of those donations... Where did it go? Where did the money go? Is anybody asking? You know how much money was? I, I can't even remember the exact dollar amount. 
do, do, do you know how much money was raised? Especially for um, George Floyd. Breonna Taylor, but especially for George Floyd doing the George Floyd. Do you know how much money was raised? Where is that money going? Tell you where it's going. It's going to the Clintons. <laughs> it's going to the Clintons and the DNC. Yeah, man. The deep state continues to roll out these fraudulent front groups. And people continue to put themselves in a the trick bag. They play on your emotions. They get you all worked up and upset. This is what they do. This is what they do. And I'm very interested, and I just want to say this right quick. I'm interested to see, because I know what they're going to do. I know what the deep state is going to do. I could tell just from this abortion uh, rights uh, debacle. I can tell that they are prepping for the midterms, okay? I, I expect holy hell to be unleashed around September, early October before the midterms because they know that they're about to get absolutely destroyed and they're going to have to cheat like they've never cheated before. And I don't even get into elections and all. I don't even care about it. Because most of these Republicans are nothing but deep state operative operatives anyway. However, their feet is, are held to the fire by the conservative base more than the Democrats are. In other words, the Democrats can get away with a lot more because their base, the liberal base, is just absolutely stupid. Dumb, uninformed, you know, everything is about emotions and feelings with them. So they don't they don't have a clue. So even if you have deep state puppets, um, rhinos, it's still one step up from having a, a damn Democrat in there because they're not held accountable for nothing not by the liberal base or the mainstream media. So they can get away with a whole lot with the Democrat in office. So I expect BLM, whatever's left of it, I don't think they're going to get, I don't think they're going to get the support that they got before, nowhere near it. But I expect BLM and Antifa to act I mean, to just completely act up and try to start as much uh, chaos as they possibly can around September and October. It's going to get nasty. If I'm wrong on this, I will be shocked. All you have to do is look at what's going on with the um, abortion rights mess. They already, they already have this in place. And it's just May. May. 